It's Thursday, July 14th. Good morning, I'm Kareem Mosna with your daily news brief. In the news, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, Minister of Science and Innovation Francois-Philippe Champagne, were at Queen's University yesterday to announce a major deal with Umicor that will bring the first electric battery facility of its kind in North America to Loyalist Township. Being here at Queen's uh, today reminds us all that the engine of our economy has always been Canadians' drive and talent, their desire and their abilities to work hard to solve extraordinary challenges and to build a better future uh, is what gathers them here today in this uh, extraordinary institution, but indeed motivates Canadians from coast to coast to coast. I'm here today to harness that power of Canadian innovation and hard work by announcing that we've reached a deal with Umicor to build a new battery facility in Loyalist Township. Umicor is investing $1.5 million for the plant. Trudeau says construction of the new facility will create a thousand new jobs and hundreds of long-term positions once the facility is running. Umicor CEO Matthias Miedrich says it will be a 100% clean energy plant, transforming minerals into active battery materials. He says there are three reasons in choosing Loyalist Township to construct the facility. The availability of clean energy, resources, and critical talent. The battery facility will supply materials for a million electric vehicles a year. Construction is set to begin in 2023, and it is slated for completion in 2025. A COVID-19 outbreak has been declared at Providence Care Hospital on Parkside 2, Pods A and B, after four patients tested positive for the virus. Both pods are under quarantine and all patients have been placed on contact and aerosol precautions. Parkside 2 is closed to admissions and only essential visitors and designated care providers are allowed. Providence Care is working closely with Kingston Front and Athletics and Addington Public Health. An investigation is underway to determine how the patients contracted the virus. And after pushback from the community, ArtFest will end its media partnership with the Epoch Times newspaper. A petition was launched during ArtFest weekend asking organizer Lori McDonald to end the partnership. McDonald wrote in an email, in 2012, ArtFest accepted a sponsorship exchange to promote Chinese ballet, dance, and orchestral performances backed by the Epoch Times. At that time, the editorial content of the Epoch Times did not conflict with our values. Regretfully, ArtFest was unaware of the change in content. We recognize that our association with the Epoch Times no longer reflects our mission or vision. This story courtesy of Owen Fullerton at YGK News. And that's all for your daily news brief. I'm Kareem Mosna. If you have any news tips, email me, news at cfrc.ca. Cindy and Ruby are in for your indie wake-up call right after the community arts and events calendar.